Hello, and welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna Thomas here, your mother-daughter duo. And today, we're going to talk about growth mindset and how it can help us as we age. So what is growth mindset? If you've been following the Joyful Rebels for a while, we have talked about this concept before, and I'm actually reading the book on it right now, so it's been very top of mind. But uh, there's a psychologist named Carol Dweck, and she talks about growth mindset being a belief that our capabilities, our capacity, and our talents can be improved over time. So Mm -hmm. the other end of the spectrum there is this idea of a fixed mindset, like I am smart or I am not smart, and it being very black or white. Um, A lot of the experiments and research that's been done on this concept has been done with kids, Um, and there's been critiques of this over time, but as we'll hear in a little bit, it's definitely something that can benefit us as we're aging. So again, growth versus fixed mindset. Do I view a challenge with excitement? Or do I view a challenge with trepidation because I'm worried about failing? Um, Mom, I want to ask you right off the bat, Hmm. what's your personal experience with growth versus fixed mindset? Maybe what you've experienced personally, professionally? Yeah, uh, I think it's interesting. I love that we are revisiting it in that uh, I would have said that I am aware of what this is. I buy into it. I subscribe to it. I do believe that we can change our capacities and neuroplasticity and all of that. Uh, I love that you're reading the original work of it because there are critiques and additional application for what it looks like as we're aging. So that's what's different and what we'll talk about today. But for me to rewind the tape, uh, when we bring up topics, then we provide our, each other with enough time and space to marinate on it. So like what bubbles up, what, what happens and what has come up for me is like, it clears a bell. This was not the message <laughs> and uh, a growth mindset was not the message that was given to me as a kid. And, and I hope that as you're listening, that, you know, that I'm never hating on my parents or, you know, where we came from, because I do think everybody does the very best that they can. But my uh, my grandparents came over from Greece and didn't know the language. And I, I can only imagine that if that were me, I would still be on the floor in a fetal position sucking my thumb. So they made it over here and then they were fearful of many things. And so that was kind of part of the message. And and rightly so, probably, because there's just bigger stakes or different stakes. To my mom's credit. And women in the Greek patriarchy, uh, they, they didn't have a lot of education. So the cool thing is, is she insisted that that her kids went to college. And we all did. So I, I love it that if, as a generation, we uh, one of the goals is to do slightly better than what we came from, whether it's breaking generational curses, uh, adding to the well-being and creating better functioning human beings, uh, I think that they advanced the play as best that they could. Then it was on me. So then if my safety needs are taken care of, I did was like, I don't think that that's it. I think that there is more to it. And so I tend to put myself in situations or I have been uh, oddly kind of put in them. Like uh, Claire, we were just talking about the, when I first started working at my corporate job that, and this is uh, 25 years ago, I was, didn't know how to send an attachment on an email, (laughs) you know, uh, so, so, so sometimes you just put in a position or you take on a task and that's part of being a growth mindset as well. Like, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to learn as I go. I trust that I'll figure it out. 
I trust that I'm going to go into situations that I don't know. Because I think if I were to walk into situations where I think I've got it all handled, A, I'm a jerk and I'm not very cool to be around, but it's false. And that is a very limiting way to go through life. So through this wonderment, kind of, I did figure a lot of things out. And I do feel like I'm helping in the continuum of creating and instilling different values in people. So I'm happy to be a part of, even though that wasn't the message I got, that I knew that that didn't seem sustainable or relevant for now, which is all our choices based on the dynamic world that we're in now. Do we take the messages that we received and just keep doing that or do we add to it? So uh, I feel like the growth mindset thing as I continue to age, uh, you know, I'm coming up on another birthday and I, it's very top of mind for me. Mm -hmm. So I want to revisit it even more and open up a window. And I feel encouraged at this stage of the game to continue and even press into it a little bit more. So I, I, I like that. And, and I, I know that there's tips, Claire, that you'll go over, but it's really a, um, a decision, a decision, small decisions to be made that just keep you moving. And I'm willing to do that. I would have to say for me, when you're talking, it's just reminding me of all these topics that we've talked about in Joyful Rebels, because you said, you know, we pick a topic and then we marinate over it. But we also are, you know, incorporating a lot of the tips into our own life or are talking about what's worked for us. And it has led me to try a lot of new things, right? So part of this growth mindset, again, is maybe you're put in a situation uh, presented with an idea of how to re- how to do something. And it's part of it is, you know, how are you approaching it? Are you, oh, I'm going to fail. Oh, this mm. is hard. I don't want to do it. Or maybe you're, oh, I'm willing to try it. And so for me, really, this growth mindset is something that I feel has accelerated or increased since we've been doing this thing together. Mm. Um, One of the reflections that I did make in this past week is, you know, when I was a kid, I would do really well on tests. I did really well in school. And I was always getting the feedback from teachers. You're so smart. You're so smart. You're so intelligent. And so it's only now, like looking back, I, I might say that, you know, I internalized that, oh, I have intelligence. Great, maybe. But then when something was challenging, I almost didn't want to go for it because, ooh, what if I fail? Mm. No, no, I'm not supposed to fail at. So I think that, um, and maybe if you're listening, you might notice that too with some reflection on that, that if we are told and we have this thinking that it's fixed, oh, our intelligence is fixed, we're really smart, that might actually prevent you from wanting to Mm. do something outside the box because you don't want that feedback that, oh, wait, I didn't excel on the first try. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at something I'm trying for the first time. That can, whether we're you know cognizant of it or not, that can make us feel badly. And so I will say that it's through a lot of the stuff we're doing in the Joyful Rebels where I'm like, no, I am going to try it because it is good for us as we're aging. So one of the, you, you talked about additional applications of what Dweck had talked about with the growth mindset. And one of them is there's a study that came out in 2023 that said that, Growth mindset can predict cognitive gains in older adults. Okay, what are we talking about here? Well, older adults that had a growth mindset, as in they viewed challenges as a good thing. They wanted to try something new. They were willing to because they knew there were going to be benefits to their brain. That actually influenced the quality and the quantity of engagement in activities that stimulate your brain. Mm. So that makes sense if we if we break that down. If you're excited and looking forward to doing new things, you are more likely to go out and do these new things that are, that are again, creating new neural pathways. We'll talk about that in just a second here. And so as we age, you might 
know someone or just, you know, it's kind of that in society, we think, oh, there's a tendency as you're older, you know, I like what I like, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And you kind of just keep going in the same ruts there. You're Mm -hmm. strengthening the neural pathways that are already there. But what I'm going to say is tip number one, for if we want to focus on growth mindset, is that neuroplasticity, it works at all ages. Hmm. So neuroplasticity, we've had a whole episode on this before. It's the ability for our brain to build new neural pathways and to improve older ones. And so we are making these connections actually inside of our brain. We shared I think years ago, that really cool video, the Petri Mm. dish of the neuron actually reaching out until it connected. So, I mean, actually physically making these connections inside of your brain. And the way that we do that is by either direct training or just new experiences. Mm. So again, that's why I mentioned with this Joyful Rebels, a lot of the times we're throwing out these tips that we know are science-backed, but maybe I haven't tried them before. I'm now willing to go out and try some of these things if for the bare minimum, it's doing something new because mm. it's really easy. And I remember before we started doing this podcast and when my son was a newborn, it was, I was in a little bubble. I didn't even want to go to the grocery store because I didn't necessarily want to, you know, talk to any strangers. Just my world felt small. I wanted to stay within a comfort zone. And once he got older and I was able to branch out more and started trying new things, my world kind of blew up in a good way. It mm. felt better. My Mine felt more sharp. I'm making more connections. Things felt easier socially. And I'm not saying that it's some magic pill or fix for everything. But what I'm saying is it doesn't matter how old you are. You can decide today, oh, the thing that I've been kind of worried about trying, but I want to do, I'm going to go do that because I know that it will benefit my brain now and as the years go on. The last thing I'll say about this, and this really resonates with me and probably you too, mom, but Think of it as a workout for your brain. Mm. Maybe you're someone who's really into fitness already. You know how important movement is. And we talk about movement as one of our three M's. One of the main drivers of wellness is that you're moving your body in some way. We got to maybe start incorporating how are we doing a workout for our brain. For me, I'm going to sit down with my kids every night. We're going to do Wordle and Connections from the New York Times, right? (laughs) Start small. Find something you like that's going to be a little bit of a cognitive challenge and that's where it is. It's it it's incorporating it. This is my daily. I have a fitness routine. I have a brain fitness routine. Hmm. I love that. I you know I as you're speaking, what I'm realizing is that if you came from the perspective or the vantage point of you you are really smart and there was something to lose for trying something new potentially potentially, and then I'm coming from the place I was not told any of that was like. I had any certainty in any of those areas. So I was like, I don't, I'm not, I'm fearless with that. I'm like, I'll try that. I don't care about failing, but either way and somewhere in the middle, you can still benefit regardless of what messages or how you feel about taking risks and learning new things. So I love that we can continue to meet in the middle, whether we're different Mm -hmm. generations, whether we got different messages, like there's hope. (laughs) There's always a way to uh, decide that today's your day to create something that's different. Or, or to add to something that you uh, uh, you subscribe to. Like, I want to keep learning. I want my world to expand. I don't want it to shrink because I don't want it to shrink down to nothing. I want to just be in wonder because there's just so many things in the world to learn and to be interested in uh, that doesn't, and then we're not talking about performance. We're talking about learning and talking about how that feels and how you live your life with that. So those are two separate things if you're thinking it's about performance, not about that. 
but I, I've had another experience that, you know, Claire, you talk about engaging in things that, that start stimulating your brain and doing that. I feel like I get a chance to do that too, because the tip number two is um, that I am in the driver's seat. And so are you. Like we're making choices, right? Like you gotta, we know that from tip number one, that, that neuroplasticity in your brain changes through all ages. And you might want to pay more attention to it as you're aging, which if you woke up this morning and you're breathing, you're getting older, which is awesome. But also that you have control here. And that's where control, I think, sometimes gets a bad name. I don't believe that to be the case here. So for me, when I look at doing, if I'm in the driver's seat, is I'll look at uh, almost like continuing education like I'm in business. I know we talk about seasons a lot in the, on the podcast, and that can be for some people. We've gotten uh, feedback that that can feel vague, but I trust that if that's language that you like, you understand what that means. Whatever your season is, whether it's small children raising, whether it's uh, working full time, whatever your situation is. Uh, I like to get more specific in this stage of my life, and I'll go by quarters, like actual annual calendar year quarters. And the first quarter I had, I got into a cohort of uh, women in leadership in uh, a different industry, one that I am not proficient at. So my faith is really important to me. And I got a chance to be with an author of a book that I really like, who's talking about some uh, leadership, hard topics, women in organized religion, like, come on, that's some stuff that's got some firepower behind it. So yes, I want to be in on that conversation. And I'm not going to lie. At first, I'm like, oh, I'm not in this industry. Maybe I'm not qualified. But then I realized I love to learn. I do consider myself a leader, no matter where you are. No, It's not about a name tag. It's not about a role. It's how you interact with people. I do believe that I'm, uh, again, a leader. And I'm also coachable. So I want to learn and hear what they have to say. But I can sit at the table. And I just got done. It was a six-week cohort, and it was awesome. And it made me want to go deeper that sometimes if you're coming from an outside industry, that's a fresh perspective. And I felt very comfortable being there, um, not in a haughty way, but like, I'm with you, sisters. Like I, I hear you, but this is where it can go. And I have really enjoyed that. So that was my first quarter. I had a six-week, two-hour Zoom meeting on Monday nights. It doesn't have to be that um, that fleshed out or that like professional to do that. I've got two books that I'm reading for this quarter that are not things that I would normally read about. They're recommendations from trusted friends. And Claire, I'm taking my cue from you, which I, I learned so much from you. But when you're like, I'm just going to read more, I'm like, me too. And it's not someday. Someday is today. Mm-hmm. Someday is this quarter. I have two books that are not something that I would choose for pleasure, but they're interesting. One of them is about an endurance athlete, like these scientists and what they learn about being out in the Alaskan tundra. Hey, does that sound fun for anybody? It didn't for me, but I got about 25 pages in. I'm like, holy moly, the human experience is the same no matter where you are. So whether it's a, a paid you know, really um, like, what do you call it? Formal way that you're learning or ways that you can choose, but you're challenging yourself in ways that you know that you can challenge yourself. I'm in the driver's seat. I can make those decisions, but I am going to do a little bit of planning to keep myself in it because I love learning. I don't mind failing. I don't mind not being the smartest one in the room. And matter of fact, I rarely, if ever am, and I don't care, but I want to stay big, open learning because I want to be around to be with you guys for as long as I can 
in a way that is helpful and contributes to myself, my family, and the greater community. Well, I love to hear about the reading more. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say that. Um, I didn't even think about that, honestly, when we were talking about this, but that's such an amazing tip. Like, even if it's just reading some more um, and books maybe you necessarily wouldn't or asking friends for recommendations, that's going to be a bit of a challenge cognitively. Like, that's excellent. 10 minutes a day. Get out your habit tracker. Check yeah. off 10 minutes a day. Um, and what I also heard you say was, choices. We do have choices. You don't necessarily have to go do the most uncomfortable thing that you could think of. It's just about doing something that's different. And so if you're looking to work on growth mindset, tip number one, remember that it's good to do at any age. And you can work on this even if today is day one. Um, think of it as training for your brain. And then tip number two, you're in the driver's seat. You have choices. If you're feeling stuck and helpless, let's reframe that. You have potential. Until next time, Rebels.